Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes to life I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got Trials overcome And stories of the good old days And how they will return Battle through the hard times And days and nights were long The faces in the terraces Will follow on and on And I know what they'll find When the place comes to life Over 
the quest for 56 we getting very unprofessional in here I'm really sorry <laughs> the quest for 56 begins tomorrow <laughs> episode 56 begins um, tonight begins now um, and yes as you can see we're so professional in the studio um, thanks very much we're here live from G4 Clans HQ um, I'm all set, you know, for this and then fucking saying that. It's her fault, it's not mine. It's all, it's no. G4 Claims HQ. Um, obviously, our podcast is sponsored by G4 Claims and KGM Printing. And I just want to put out a wee bit of um, a thank you before we start to G4 Claims and KGM Printing for all their help in the last weeks and, and months. And it's in particular KGM Printing for the last week, which we'll get to a wee bit later on in the show. But um, thank you very much. Again, it's Ranger Supporters helping Ranger Supporters, and it's always something that we're keen to promote. Um, before we get started with the night show and we get on, because it's action packed tonight, we're going to struggle to fit everything in, to be quite honest with you. But don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Um, just, just, just go to I'm a clip. Here. I don't even know what's going on here. Oh, <laughs> dear, oh, dear. Honest to God. I want to just say it's been a sad week for the Rangers family, obviously, given the fact that we have lost former captain Ali Dawson. Um, our thoughts go to his friends and family, um, obviously, at this sad time. Um, looking at the chat, before I go to any of the guys, but looking at the chat, we've got some decent people in here. We've got Ryan Dunbar's there, I see. Andrew Bluebells is there, I see. Jason Reed. Oh, Jason Reed. Jason, Jason Reed. Reed. What a, guy. what a man. Um, and also KGM Printing watching on. I know Greg's there as well. Greg for G4. Love your um, I'm sure I saw him. I, Greg, the chocolates <laughs> in the middle of the table, mate. So I can't, I, I can't <laughs> promise I will be there. Tomorrow. I'm going to have 12 at once. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me get to introducing the co-hosts for this evening. Get rid of the evidence while Greg's watching. Um, <laughs> see here, move along. To my left, I have... Rangers Dav podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not a good thing to say. <laughs> that's That can be misconstrued on so many levels. Listen, I'm just putting out there for your fans, only fans. Oh, them? <laughs> oh, that's fine then. That's no problem at all. Yes. Yeah, that, that's some page. If you haven't signed up to it already, it's uh, £50 a month. And trust me, it's well worth every single penny. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, across the table, change over, <laughs> we have... Across from Paul, we have the lovely Jodie Pollock, singing sensation and battle fever podcast own Jodie Pollock. How are we? I'm good. I think I've displayed about 50 different types of laughs at the start. Yes. <laughs> but awesome. yeah. It's just. It's at just, one point, I was just wheezing. <laughs> we did actually say, and, and obviously, sitting across from me, he's probably got a better view than. No, I've probably got a better view than you've got. I only said that the wrong way there and offended Jeep. That's shite. And that's terrible. Um, it's Jeep. All right, mate. How are we? All good, mate. You actually made a cracking point there that the conversations we were having before coming on air, we should probably record because it'll be the best bit about the podcast tonight. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> I'm not sure how much it would be allowed. But Is it not a coincidence that it's when I'm here? Uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that's true. Uh, you're right. You're right. Um, we'll get a wee James Loyal in as well. And from Northern Ireland, the man with the smoothest voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love his voice so much. <laughs> <laughs> the man behind the cards behind me, which is the camera. It is, of course, Gio. How are we doing, mate? How's things in God's country, as they say? All good, brother. All good. Nice to be here again with a fam. 
the fan ban. Good mate. That was too short for me. Gio, how's your day been? It's very good, James. How's yours, mate? Nah, not bad. Nitty wants to listen to me. How's the best? How was your day yesterday, Gio? I always love hearing about you, mate. Any time at all, oh, mate. You know me. Cheers, mate. I'm glad I didn't pop in the night with that camera angle. I know, Greg, you'd have been sitting on the casting couch over there, mate, but then again, <laughs> if you look, look at the G4 podcast studio Instagram page, you will see that Greg was on the casting couch earlier with the wee fancy wireless mic things. Which How many bloopers did they have? I've seen a blooper. It's funny. Was, yeah, yeah, it's cracking. It's cracking. Absolutely cracking. Um, so check that out. Right. Jumping back so you can see Paul at season myself for a minute. Brighton at the weekend, we're going to keep Brighton brief, right? Because there was positives in Brighton, uh, the Brighton game in terms of we controlled it against a good football side, as we said last week. However, there was no goals to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of a wee bit thingy. But we played well, Paul. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, I quite agree with you. Um, this is a Brighton a big good football inside. Um, very attack-minded. Um, they, they came to... Oh, they, they came to have a game of football. That's <laughs> the easiest way to put it, you know what I mean? They did, they turned up. They, um, they, they, it was it was an entertaining game, even for a nil-nil, um, even though there's a lot of switches and moves about because it's a, a pre-season friendly. But no, it was, a, it was a decent enough match and I thought it was a, a decent test for us, as you say. Right now, uh, people poo-poo them as, many, as, as such because, you know, oh, it's Brighton Hove Albion, you know, they're not Manchester United. It doesn't matter. They can hold the road in that league and they proved that last season. So, yeah, they, they've done all right and uh, we've done all right. End of story. Yes, Jodie, did you see any of the brain game? I know you were busy last week, but did yeah. you see any brain game? So I was gigging, but I watched the highlights, so I didn't get to watch the game. But I was actually sitting with Marvin Andrews, John McDonald, and uh, Willie Henderson, and we're sitting eating, and then we're checking the results. See that there? And it was funny, because... Um, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Right, go. So again. Proper name. Who are you sitting with? So Marvin Andrews, obviously, um, John McDonald and Willie Henderson. And we're sitting, we're eating dinner before we'd, we'd done our event. And uh, all Willie kept asking about was, uh, I bet was the Celtic score. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what was the Celtic score again? So that's all he cared about. But yeah, so we obviously watched it. I couldn't watch it live, but I watched the highlights. And I, I would say that I think the nil-nil like result wasn't a true reflection of Rangers' performance. I think yeah. we deserve to get more out of it. Just from that, I never saw the full game. So obviously, if you disagree in the comments, that's fine. Or come on later on and tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, oh my god, Paul, you're right. <laughs> I can get whiplash. Honestly, what was that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't. My signature move on my OnlyFans. <laughs> Based on what I saw, um, yeah, I don't think it was a true reflection. I think. Um, Going by what I saw as well, that we Stephen Kelly looks good, looks he, decent. He does. <laughs> yeah. Any other take from the game, mate? I thought it was quite um, even in the first half, which says a lot considering we had a, a weak inside out in the first half. But when the when the first team players, the regulars, came on, Tavin Golds and the stuff for the last twenty minutes, like we were so dominant. Um, I I can't remember Brighton have having even a half a chance in the second half. Like we were we were so dominant, we definitely deserved. Uh, the three points. No, they've been good to uh, get a goal and win the game. But I mean, friendlies are friendlies. But Brighton, they were like, they're a, like quite a, way, a well organised team. I mean, they've they've been in the Premier League in England now about three, four, four years or so. Yeah. So I mean, 
he's you transformed him as well. Nah, no, a good side. You don't, you don't stay mm. in a league like that for that number of years unless you're you're fairly well organised. So it was a good test for what was going to follow the the very next day. Gio obviously Lundstrom smacked the bar as well and nearly got his nearly got his his I opened his account um, for Rangers. Mm. So you know it's, he looks he looks like and we'll get to I know you more in detail with the Real Madrid game, but he looks like a find that that lad. I, he's all action, isn't he? He's class. He's 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 uh, he's very good. He's sort of the. I think for me, he's probably that that player that we've been lacking for the last couple of years. Who can be a true box to box type player? Um, a lot of the players we've got um, last season and the season before were very very good on the ball, or or we had the likes of Ranjak who can maybe stick the boot in a wee bit and drive players on, but. For me, Lundstrom, you know, he, he will be very, very good. And he will be that true box-to-box. And he can, he's an eye for goal as well. Um, even picking up on what the guy said there, Scott, you know, I think it's almost testament to how far we've actually come that we're looking at a, a reasonably well-established Premier League team and being quite disappointed that we actually didn't, you know, do a lot more. And obviously, we'll move on to the Madrid game. But I think we'll play brilliant against them. And again, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be forgotten that they're a very very good side. I mean, they've they've, they've had a crack, couple of cracking results themselves last season. So yeah, I mean, a great run out. Um, but yeah, Lundstrom for me was he was he was sort of the pick of the bunch. Definitely. Um, we Jamesy is asking Greg where Nicole is. Dear <laughs> 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 oh dear, um, and he's also said. See the more Jones. Yes, I'm singing. Because you are singing. singing. Well, hold on, hold on. Just to change again. Just, just give me two seconds. Go. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm singing in the War Office where we had our live show. So I'm there, and then I've got another gig. Can't even remember yes. the name of the venue. That's shocking. But it's a private birthday party, like a Rangers event. So then that's in Maryhill. But yeah, I'm at the War Office straight after the game. Nice. Excellent. That'll be an excellent gig and great hosts in the War mm-hmm. Office, as we know. So yeah, it was really good. good that was brilliant. I really, really like. I've sang. I've been so lucky to sing at so many um, events and venues and stuff. And I'm not even lying. Like that was one of the best gigs I've ever played. And obviously, to the people watching, if you came, like you helped make it. The video, everyone singing along, just that's good. I showed my dad, and he was like, "I'm so proud of you, hen. It's pure cute. It's just cute." So you've made my wee dad happy as well. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, James used that language, did he? He was calling my brother a prick. <laughs> you were asking for James, boy. <laughs> also, see, he's got a photo of him touching Nicole's bum in my thingy area. We <laughs> <laughs> <Wee> Jamesy, <laughs> like he was business shy. Right, some boy himself, son. It's just nuts. Right, obviously, I said action-packed show. So, getting to Real Madrid. We've got so many things to talk about because let's face it, Rangers were tremendous, right? And oh. it, listen, Disney, matter how many superstars were there for Real Madrid or no, Rangers were outstanding against a team that even Real Madrid B team would probably beat many teams. 200 million. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you, so you can't turn around and say, oh, you're playing nobody. No, no, you, no. We were playing somebody, wasn't he? Some mm-hmm. Nomark for Denmark that we took seven off of. Yeah. That beat somebody else. Do you know what I mean? It, it, was also was mentioned, it was mentioned in the commentary, I think, that seven out of the 11 players, or seven out of maybe the 11, the starting mm-hmm. 11 and their bench were involved in the Champions League mm-hmm. where they won. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah. that was mentioned as well. So it's not as if it was a B team that wasn't like capable. Um, and you need to remember, Rangers didn't have the best team out the full no. time. We like, still bring Morelos back in. That's what I'm saying. We never yeah. had Morelos. We never had Jack. Like, do you know what I mean? Like people that we roof, we, roof. I know people mm. that we 
solely relied on at certain points of the season uh, for us winning. Uh, like they weren't involved, so it's not as if we had a full strength team out as well. So a, a very weakened team when we actually scored the winner as well. Yeah, what a class and like do you know what I mean? Fashion Sakala, but he's barely played for us, got a goal against them. Itton was like our fifth like if you looked at the lineup before any of the preseason games, is he not like our fifth choice striker? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how you would look at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it just shows like here's, here's a here's a start for you. Goals against Real Madrid since twenty eighteen. Right, Lionel Messi zero, <laughs> Cedric Kitten one, <laughs> goat. Can I argue with? I never used to know what goat meant, and I just thought they were calling people goats. But I've been told I look like a goat before, so but not like the greatest of all time. I just look like a goat. I'll need to show you. I'm going to put the picture up. <laughs> Later, but I look like a billy goat. No, I look like a billy goat. Oh, a billy goat. That's billy. You're a goat. This is the billy goat. He's the billy goat. Do you actually bet it's going to be in? It's a billy goat. So definitely. We put videos out earlier on, thanks to Peter Dunbar, who's Ryan is in the chats. His dad, um, he put them together for us and a lot of stats and stuff. In particular, we're highlighting the high press, the Rangers' high press was on show right early doors. You know, we forced a goalkeeper to fire the ball out of the park. We, you know, we forced him, forced him into errors. We forced corners. I think that's a that's a signal of, of obviously, you kind of do that every week full pelt. But I think in Europe, we have to be on the front foot early, early on in the game, especially Ibrox, because it, it gets the crowd going. And I think that was kind of mirroring maybe what you're going to see against Malmo, Ibrox, and, and any team that comes in, you know, in Europe and, uh, after that. Yeah, 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 and and obviously you need the players that are capable of doing that, not just physically, but obviously technically as well. And I think, obviously, you know, every, you know, I've heard some things about the Gerard evolution and things like that there. But I think what he's trying to do is basically improve season on season with the types of players that he wants that will guarantee him that style of play. Very reminiscent of of Liverpool, obviously, and Jurgen Klopp and their their high press and. And again, it reminds me of a very similar style to their front three. And, and some of the clips you put out yesterday, I was watching, particularly Ryan Kent. He, he literally worked his plums off up and down that left side. And it was great to see because obviously, you know, a lot of people can assume that wingers aren't hardworking and they just contribute a wee bit of skill and a bit of goals and things like that there. Ryan Kent, for a man, is probably one of the hardest working players we've got in the team. So yeah. it was fantastic to see him actually take on that role. And, I, I you know... Again, that 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 defending from the front type of attitude is going to be massive for us this season, and particularly me and you spoke during the week about the the, the outlet that Sakala can actually provide for us, particularly away in Europe. When you are under the caution, we bet you can knock the ball down the wings, and that boy will run for fun. So yeah, it's exciting times, definitely exciting times for us, mate. Fashion Sakala, let's get to Fashion Sakala, Jib, because Fashion Sakala was extremely impressive. You know, his willingness to run, his hold-up play, you know, he's chasing those causes when they were there. I know there was many of them. But also, like, the side of him that he get, you know, he get battered down a couple of times, but rather than shy away from it, he's seen his, he's seen his application, his attitude. He get back up and get back in about it. See, he's a Rangers player. That's a necessity for me because seeing Scotland, especially a wee flying machine like him, you're going to get absolutely hatchet. You know what I mean? Men coming at you and blowing So, basically, so you need to have that sort of attitude. I think what's important to remember as well is this is his first game for like God knows how long. Like the players are all like quite rusty there now, and he looked really sharp. Yeah. So this is him. He's no really at full fitness as well, and I, I just thought he was a. I thought he was brilliant. I think he's going to be a, a 
a real fan's favourite. He can I think just the way he speaks and the way he conducts himself, even when he scored, just the way he celebrated and stuff, I think the fans are just gonna fall right in love with him. And I think he'll fall in love with the club quickly yeah, as well. Definitely. Paul Kamara's work ethic endeavour to to win the ball high up the pack again as I've seen that high press. Yeah. Um allowed Sakala to go in and I don't know if you can see great composure, right? Because he just leathered it past the goalkeeper, but it was a great finish. It was. And that's the thing. Um, I was chatting to somebody during the week and they actually said, when was the last time you actually saw a Rangers player one-on-one with a keeper and beat him? Mm-hmm. Uh, convincingly, you know, just just have the guts just to, to put laces through the ball, use a trend, get around the keeper, try and be fast with it. No, he just, he's one thing I made and that was, I'm actually going to fucking tank this. Mm-hmm. And he did. And, it, and it, the keeper wasn't stopping it. If, if the keeper had hit him, take him back of the net and all. Yeah. And it was actually, and I actually said to the person I was talking to, I'm not going to see who they are because they sometimes watch this and he's a, he likes himself. Hello. <laughs> um, but uh, no, he was... Um, Is it Baz? No, it's no Baz. <laughs> no, no. It was, it, was, it was actually Stuart Weir. Hello, Stuart. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> no, no, sorry. It's, it's, no, Stuart was actually saying this and he was, very, he was actually right. He actually said to me, when was, when was the last time you saw this? And actually, I couldn't think. And he had total confidence just to just to hit the thing. And he knew where it was going. It was going to go in the back of the net. Now think about Rangers, Rangers strikers. Probably since McCoyst. In fact, even including McCoyst, one of them, the keeper, you wouldn't have put your mortgage on it. No. It was a forty-day finish, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Head over it, leather it. In exactly. Fact, Kevin Thompson said that, didn't he, in commentary that it was a Chris Boyd style finish. But Jody, see, see what see what Sakala as well. First half, he had a couple of chances too. Where again, it was head down. He tried, you know what I mean? It maybe came off players, etc. But he certainly He's hungry. He he's wants to get hungry in. for goals. And I feel like that's something we've um missed. Uh-huh. Um I feel like not a bad way, because we obviously done something right last season. But do you know what I mean? Sometimes it got to a point where against the smaller teams we became very, very predictable to the point where mm. you are all laughing. No, because <laughs> I can see Nicole's next two comments that have come up. The wee man went for a bum feel. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> there you go, James. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, so I feel like we got a bit predictable. It would either go out to Barisic or it would go to Tav, it would be worked down the wings and then it would go out to Kent and then Kent would dribble it. <laughs> I thought she said Barry Sutcher there. Who the fuck's Barry Sutcher? It was me. It was you. Um, and then it would get like dribbled in by Ken and then it would be like past the Maria loss and then like, do you know what I mean? I, I feel like it got very, very predictable and then go. <laughs> um, but then I feel like with Sakali, he gives a bit more creative options to us. Like I feel like he's not scared to shoot and obviously it didn't work out for him every single time. Like yeah. there was times where, as you said, he didn't have his head up, he wasn't looking, but he's got that hunger. And now with the the prospect of obviously training under, like Gerard said it himself in his uh, post-match interview, he said, listen, me, McAllister, Beal, we're not attacking coaches, Jermaine Defoe is. And now that we've got him into this coaching role, think how much Sakala can get, like progress. Yeah, um, he did so- say he's a rough diamond, didn't he? He's got to polish that. Yeah. And that's what I'd say, Gerard, done really well in Beal and look at Morelos. He was a rough diamond. We polished him. Yeah. I know he is what he is. Jeep said to Ted, another goal. No, no. He has been the success story up front of pre-season. He's, no. I think, again, coming on off the bench. I don't know if I say it suits him, but I think he can come into the game and, and create an impact. And mm-hmm. that's maybe where, I've seen a lot of people saying they would play it in, up top the Mora and put Sakala out wide. How wouldn't he? Because then Scott Wright drops out the team. You know, and we will get to that in the day with preview for Livingston. I just think, 
said they take him off the bench and he was working. So mm-hmm. it was a good, it was, it was a good goal as well. Like, I think he makes it look easy. It's mm-hmm. no an easy finish mm-hmm. at all. No. He wasn't even like, looking at if you watch it. He wasn't just looking. knows where the goal is. Isn't so it? He wasn't that's, looking. That's and, instinctive. That's, and that's a good striker as well. Yeah. Like somebody that just knows where the goal is that can basically get a shot off like that with almost a back to goal. Um, it, like I said, he just he makes it. He made it look really easy. I would like. I was I was impressed, and I'm I'm real. I mean, I think I speak for like every single Rangers fan. Cedric Itton is one of the players that I really wanted to work for. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd see that way. I mean, obviously we've got like, some fringe players, and some people like Jordan Jones. Some don't. Some people. Well, I don't know anybody that likes Barkham, but um, there, there's just there's just certain fringe players that people really wanted to work for, and I think 99 percent of the Rangers fans are just dying. For Cedric Gittin to be that player that's going to go and kick on now because I think he struggled um, moving into the country, didn't he? Like, yeah. I think he kind of must have been hard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's a young boy. He's playing in a foreign country, and it's it's not even it's not even necessarily about like moving away if you're family. It's just during it's getting, lockdown. It's get, it, it was during lockdown. Um, it's getting used. It's getting used to the food and all that. Like, um, get, like when you go to these countries, it? everything's different. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So, and some people come and they just hit the ground running, and some people don't. And I think I, I think that's what's. Happen with Itton. If you think he bloody Barisic's first season with Rangers, I'd wrote math. Yeah. I, this, I remember doing podcast that summer thinking there's no way he'll. Well, I'm saying I'm thinking I said it. I actually said it. So it's out there. If he's right, going to laugh at me. But I said there's no way Barisic will be a Rangers player. He's just no good enough. I'm so happy that I was proven wrong eating in the end. Do you know what I mean? Your words, Sally. I just I hope. Not working. Oh my goodness. There we go. Sorry. Um, but I am just I'm, I'm, I really I really hope it works out for him. But the I think from from to take on just based on the goal from to take on the shot first time I just think showed a, a maybe a level of confidence that we've not seen yet. So hopefully hopefully we see him a wee bit more. And he, he, yeah. he, he gets a few more a few more minutes, not even just appearances, but minutes in his appearances. Mm. Um, think about the Madrid game. I spoke to Gio on the phone about this, didn't I, mate? Um, I don't know. I know your thoughts on it, but you can tell the people your thoughts on it, but. Joe, you know I was saying about how Real Madrid, um, Ryan Kent at times told them I knew you and Ibrox was going nuts. And I felt myself shouting and going, Oh, shh, nee mea, nee mea, <laughs> in case you want to sing you, Ryan. So that is, you know, but um, mate, your thoughts on Ryan Kent. We've got a special guest coming on, obviously, we're going to bring in in two seconds. So um, your Make thoughts on Ryan Kent on, on yeah. Saturday, mate. Sunday. I mean, how good? How good was he? I mean, that, that I think we're going to see some, and and you know, I think we're going to see something special from Kent this season. Every he's he stepped up that wee bit more every season, and I think this year we're going to see some good numbers from him as well. Uh, it was funny that, and I mean, everyone's probably seen this, obviously, but the one of the the official Madrid sort of um, fan uh, Twitter accounts literally put out, "Forget Mbappe, let's get Kent," you know, and that tells you everything. <laughs> You know, so yeah, man. Um, I'm excited, really, really excited. He, he, he was, and just, just again, I keep picking on it. His work rate as well, mate. He was prepared to do the dirty stuff, which I, which I like to see as well. Ah, sensational talent, Ryan Kent. Um, right, where well, we get our guests set up. Here's a wee message for. Imagine a world with no cold calling, a world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you. At G4 Claims, we don't cold call and we don't buy a single lead from data companies. Oh, and if you're due any compensation from your car accident, you pay nothing to us at all. For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today for help the way you want it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
We are now joined by Livingston manager David Martindale. David, how are we? Not too bad, guys, yourselves? Not bad, not bad. Listen, everything that we were saying there about Ryan Kent, just disregard it, mate, right? He isn't a very good player. <laughs> you can just leave him, right? <laughs> Be fair, I think you better enjoy him this year. I know, I know. Definitely, mate, definitely. Um, how are we feeling ahead of the new season? Obviously, it must be exciting. It's exciting for us as fans, so it must be exciting for yourselves actually getting ready to the pre-season side of things and getting down to the, the proper action. No, definitely. To get back to playing football with fans in the stadium is absolutely massive. From a personal point of view, we wee bit apprehensive. We've got a lot of new players coming in the squad this season, so just really, really looking forward to the new season. Good, good. Um, you've obviously took a Rangers player on loan in Ben Williamson. How's he, how's he settled uh, at, the, at the club? I know it's early days, but how's he settled so far? What's your first impressions? Uh, he's a really good kid. He's got a desire. He wants to come in. He wants to work hard and he wants to learn. He's still a young player. I watched a lot of him last year. Um, so I've, I've got high hopes for him. High hopes for him. It's a big step up coming for part-time where a bro full beat. He was at Rangers in the Championship and he full-time the Livingston. But it's a step that I think Ben's more than capable of making. David, good evening. Thanks for joining us. Um, I just want to ask you, <clears throat> if you could take two Rangers players from our current squad and put them straight into your first team, this is probably a cheesy one, but who would they be? And could you give a reason why? Not just personality-wise, probably, uh, but also mm -hmm. technic technical ability, stuff like that. Uh, I'll be honest with you, there's probably, there's probably a lot more than two, right? But um, <laughs> We've had a feeling that would be the case, but I'm only, I'm only letting you have two. I'll go, with, I'll go with Glenn Kamara. I think Glenn Kamara is an absolutely unbelievable footballer. Um, I just think he looks after the ball so so well. He can give him the ball under pressure. And he works extremely hard for the team as well. I think there's a the side to Glenn's game that people don't always see is off the ball, the amount of work he goes through off the ball. So Glenn Kamara would be the first one. I'm torn between Ryan Kent, Tavernier and McGregor here. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Do you know what? I'm going to go with James um, Tavernier. I think he's uh, he's the best right back in Scotland by a country mile, and I think he's one of many Rangers players that could go down and have a, a very very good career in English top flight. Thanks so much. Can I argue with that? Can no, you, Jodie? Can no. go for it, Jodie. Take it away. Uh, hi, David. Thanks for joining us. Right. Um, I just wanted to ask. Obviously, um, there's the return of fans um, for the game tomorrow, um, and I, and I understand that Rangers aren't giving any like a wee allocation away. Yeah. How does that, obviously I understand prioritising our fans first, but how does that affect your team and how you would approach it? Are, are they under pressure like playing against? Like obviously Rangers coming from the season, they have won the trophy, the, the fan, it's going to let's, be loud. Let's, so. be honest. let's be honest, even if they gave us tickets for the fans, there's probably about 100 turning up, so I'm not going to make any, it's not going to make any difference. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're asking me the question, would I rather go to an empty Ibrox or would I rather go to an Ibrox mm -hmm. at 23,000? I'm taking 23,000 fans all day long. I think yeah. fans make football. And I think even for my players to sample Ibrox with fans in the stadium is it's incredible for some of them. They're coming up for English football. There's young players trying to apply the trade, make a name for themselves in football. And they want to do that in front of fans. And there's, there's no better environment than um, stadiums like Ibrox. Chief, do you want to? Hi, David. I was going to ask you about um, obviously he had Robbie McCrory on uh, mm -hmm. on last season. How how do you see his career progressing? Do you think um, he's good enough to be a number one for Rangers? Can you see him progressing beyond that? I think it's very very difficult to ask a young a young boy at twenty one year old to be a 
to be the number one at Rangers, if I'm honest, well, maybe 21-22. But I do believe Robbie's got all the tools to go on and become a Rangers number one, but it's just, is he going to, at what age does that happen? When does that happen in one part of Robbie's career? Um, yeah, look at Liam Kelly as, a, as another example. Liam Kelly came to us and I don't think at Liam stage of Liam's career was Liam going to be the Rangers number one, but could uh, Liam Kelly be the Rangers number one in a year or two years' time? I think he could. So I think Robbie, if he's to follow a similar, similar career path with the same progression, there's no reason why in four or five years' time Robbie... Robbie couldn't be the num- uh, Rangers number one two or three years and all going well, but it's where Robbie is going to be around to see that because you'll, you'll find it when the keepers hit 23-year-old and they're out of compensation and they're out of contract. That's probably a massive turning point in footballers' careers, especially at Rangers, the big clubs where the chances to play first-team football are a wee bit more limited. Yeah. Gio, is there any you're wanting to come in with there to ask, to ask Davey? Yeah, Davey, nice to meet you, mate. Um, for me, and, and I'm probably for the majority of, of, of everyone in the Scottish League, it was your approach and your team's approach to the season last last year was absolutely fantastic, and it was a bit of a breath of fresh air. Um, yeah. You took the game to a lot of teams, which was fantastic to see, but um, particularly amongst Rangers fans, are you surprised at how much um, your following and stature has grown and how much of a cult following you have amongst us? Because you seem very, very popular amongst a lot of Rangers fans these days. Obviously, you beat Celtic. <laughs> a couple of times in a week. So, <laughs> <laughs> to, be, you know. to be honest, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a, like a follow on the Rangers fans. I, I was born in Govan. I grew up a Rangers supporter. So I've always had an affiliation with Rangers. But as I said to everybody, like when Celtic had Brendan Rodgers and they were playing nice football, I enjoyed watching Celtic as well. But mm-hmm. I've got to take my hat off to Rangers last season. I thought they were incredible. And I don't know. Whether you're a Rangers fan, a Livingston fan, a Celtic fan, or an Aberdeen fan, I think you've got to accept that. And yeah. we've all got to appreciate certain Rangers players at this point in time. We've all got to appreciate what Stephen Gerrard's done, as I have done previously with Brendan Rodgers and Celtic, for one of a better word. So a little bit uh, surprised that there's a, a following there, to be honest, but I just asked my boys to go out and leave everything on the park every game because we've got to show a huge desire. We've not always got the ability levels of maybe a Rangers and a Celtic or maybe some of the bigger teams with bigger budgets, but we can match that desire and that's how I can be see that. I think that as Rangers supporters, that's that's kind of what we, we need to ask and expect to our team is that we know with the money that we've got, the finances we've got compared to your Livingston and, and yeah. Dundee United and whatever, that the very least that you need to, to you know, match is, is your guys' determination, you know, your, yep. your desire to win the game. Mm-hmm. What you, For yourself, David, obviously being close to to the first team at Livingston and then obviously then becoming manager. How have you seen the evolution under Steven Gerrard and how, how does it how do you go about as a manager setting a team up against that? Because you like to have a go and, and it's commendable you like to have a go. But I think what's different about your team is you have a go at the right time, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? It's not like gung ho, it's it's a measured approach where you where yeah. you know where you can step out and come at Rangers, but you know when you need to sit in as well and gear Rangers the ball if you like. There's certain times in the game where you're, you're going out there to have a go, but Rangers will dominate the ball, so you get pushed back into your own third. So it might look like you're, you're sitting back and trying to soak up the pressure, but you've got no other choice because of the players that are in and around that are dominating the ball. Um, it's very, very difficult, but I always try to go out there and I try to limit the amount of time Rangers, any player gets on the ball, not just Rangers players, but if I give Steve Davis four and five touches, time to lift his head, I'm in trouble. If I give Ryan Kent time to turn and run at me, I'm in trouble. 
Uh, James Tavenier, Connor Dolchin. I don't know, you maybe have picked up in the last year yourselves, but it was it was a few long balls and Ryan Kemp's runs in behind, which stretched yeah. the teams. And I thought that was an aspect to Rangers that changed from previous years. They never really they never really played over you. They tried to play through you, but last year yeah. they mixed it up very well. They played they played around you, through you, or over you, and I thought they mixed that up really well. Stephen Gerrard's evolution's been it's been one, it's been really, really interesting. But for me, I think the board at Rangers deserve massive amount of credit because I think we can all agree as probably at times throughout Stephen's tenure, if the board the board could have demanded a wee bit more success earlier, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And you've all probably yeah. been here as fans yourselves on a Saturday night when you've been knocked out of the Scottish Cup or the League Cup, for instance, maybe even the, the European games. But I think the board should be commended and I think Stephen's evolution shows you how clever a football manager he is. I think the continuity and what he's built. How many windows is that now? Stephen's had is that maybe about six, seven windows. Mm-hmm. And I think you can judge a manager maybe after three, four windows. And I think yeah. we probably all sitting here could agree that after the third or fourth window, you seen you did see the route that Rangers were going and the progress they were making. It's very yeah. difficult to change that with one or two windows under your belt. Mm-hmm. I think I suppose that's all a manager can ask for into it is a wee bit of yeah. time to, to yeah. put their stamp in yeah. the in their squad and and mould it to how they 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 see fit. And I think you now you see that with Rangers players yeah. go out the team, players come in, but it's like like for like it's yeah. it's the same role that they players play. You know, it's almost like they're identifying particular kind of player and they slot into the team you know seamlessly. I, I think uh, like no what to talk about Celtic, but if you look at Celtic, they've not had that continuity. And you can see that within the style of player and the player recruitment, where Stephen is this his fourth season now. Yeah, isn't it? I, yeah. I think it is, isn't yeah. it? Yes. He's his fourth season, so that continuity is installed at the club. And I think, for me, continuity in football is absolutely huge in your backroom staff, your player recruitment and the manager. But again, it's a very emotional, passionate sport, and you don't always get the time you probably deserve to install yeah. that continuity everybody's looking for short-term success yeah i think that's that's interesting as well because when um when Derek mckinnis left aberdeen i believe stephen gerrard became the longest seven manager yep. in scotland yeah, is, yeah. and that wasn't even that wasn't at the end he's, that wasn't he, that was him not even finished his third season mm-hmm. so it just shows you like crazy, even i mean people talk about it down in england but even in scotland managers just don't get anywhere near as long to Aye. fix issues no. that than what they used to Social, social media now gives everybody a platform, doesn't it? And I think there's a lot of pessimism and negativity, which probably leads to the manager leaving their job a lot earlier than they would have done pre-social media days. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, David, I'm going to play a wee clip for Gerard today and get your comments on it just before um, we let you go, because I know you're a busy man, mate, and I appreciate you coming no on the pod. So here's what Stephen had to say. Davey will have them fired up, he'll have them well organised, well drilled. Um, I remember a text message conversation I had towards the back end of the season when he was desperate to be the first team to beat us um, and take that invincible record away from us. So I know he'll be fired up, he'll be ready and he'll certainly have his players ready as well. But um, I've got a lot of admiration and and respect for Davey. Livingston, since I've come into this job, I've always been a, a tough challenge, home or away. And um, they're a team that never lie down, and you know we've got to respect the challenge that's coming our way tomorrow. So, just your thoughts on that? There, we text message 
What was the message? <laughs> There's a few messages. I've, I've got a good relationship with most people at Rangers, even especially he's been really good to me. And I think it was along the lines of if he's only then let me know and I'll make sure I'll get it sorted for you in the changing rooms. And um, he's, I look forward to the game and I said, so, so will I. Hopefully we're the team that can take the unbeaten record away from you. But to be honest, we'd reached the top six at that point and that was that was the, the carrot for us. That was the message I was sending to the players. As would I would imagine 99% of Premier League managers were all thinking the same things. Let's go and be the team that beats Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, which, obviously, Stephen's done an incredible job. But I uh, think he's trying to lead me into a false sense of security there. <laughs> <laughs> David, thanks very much for your time. All the best tomorrow. I, I, I hope you don't get your first win of the season tomorrow <laughs> or your first point of the season tomorrow. But I certainly hope. Oh, sorry, hold on. Jeep's going to say one more thing. Hold on, before we let you go, David, sorry. Hi, David. I was I was just wanting to say um, I've I've spoke I've spoke to a lot of guys. Obviously, we're doing the podcast and stuff yeah. uh, in terms of other managers and that. And I just want to say that it's um, it's really refreshing to have a manager in Scotland that is um, as honest as you are. And um, even after games, um, I think it was the game when Morelos scored quite at the end, and we nicked the one 0 one just before the league was wrapped up. You were really honest, and you said that um, that you'd potentially go to baby one with a, a potential penalty and stuff like that. Um, it's not something we see a lot in Scotland, especially towards Rangers. There's a lot of bitterness um, for managers and the pundits and that. And I just wanted to say it's really, it's really refreshing to have somebody uh, just so just so honest and open. So And the guard of honour, that was a touch of, a touch of class. Touch of class. Thanks very much. And I'll keep being as honest as I can. Don't get me wrong, sometimes the media makes it hard, but always try right. and give my honest opinion. It will not always be correct, but at least if you're out there telling, telling how you see the game, it gives fans something to something to pick up on. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. David, just, just, just before you go, very quickly, um, can you just divulge your lineup for tomorrow? <laughs> 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 no, Lyndon Dykes up front, Liam Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to write this down and I'll text Stevie. Thanks very much. Thanks, David. Absolutely Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello. It's Jeff Winder here, and you're watching the Battle Fever podcast. What a man. Brilliant. David Martindale. Yeah, what a man. He's honestly a, a breath of fresh air. Like, I know we keep saying it, but I, I, I was finding myself watching Livy Games. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if they weren't, like, usually I'm just, like, off the players. But do you know what I mean? I was finding myself at, I think he's very endearing because of how honest he is when you yeah. watch his interviews. And I think what attract, like, attracts you to listen to him more. I've got a thing for accents, obviously. No, I'm kidding. But, see. <laughs> an accent. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm kidding on. But, like, see, because obviously he's a, he's a Scottish, he's, like, a, a Glaswegian boy born and bred. And you can just. One else. Yeah, like, when. He's just so relatable. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I just, I think he's brilliant. And I did have to mention, like the guard on the only team to do it. Well, yeah. A touch of no, class. Was, like he's just, he's just a standout this guy. Is a, it didn't surprise me that they were the only team, and that's what I was kind of getting at. Like there is, there's, uh, there's a, there is a lot of bitterness towards Rangers and Scottish mm-hmm. fans. But that's not me being paranoid. That's just, the, that's it's just facts. the facts. Do you know what I mean? And and even if if they're if they're losing a, a late goal and getting beat. Many managers would come out and make excuses, but it was just it was dead refreshing. I love, I love listening to him 
his uh, post-match reactions and stuff like that. So, my top guy. I hope they think, have a great season. Just know against us. You can see in the comments, I mean, what, what everyone thinks of him. He's a top guy, really top guy. And like you said, G, probably the only manager last season to be as open and refreshing, or sorry, as open and honest about things, which is obviously very, really refreshing. Uh, yeah. And like picking up on what Joe said, touch of class from the man, you know. On, I thought on, you were going to say you liked his accent. I <laughs> <laughs> hear. I mean, I think someone asked. It's it's good to finally know that he is a he is a bird as well. So that's, that's yes. a good thing as well. Yeah, I think we could have guessed, but fair play. Ah, for, ah, for, for <laughs> Somebody asked a question in the chat, and I. Too much a shape bag to put it up on the screen. You actually ask him, and I apologise for that, but he did ask it anyway. He did answer it anyway. Um, Greg says he can come to mind for a bag of cans tomorrow. Not Greg. What he's actually doing, mate, for the rest of the night is I've tasked him to go and find Jason Holt. So <laughs> we all know how that fucking feels, Greg. Thanks, mate. Headache <laughs> yeah, go. Headache go. Many a night lost <laughs> trying to find Jason Greg, Holt. Greg, Greg, you got a block just for that alone. <laughs> um, everybody's it's just as, as um, Geo says. It was excellent to get Davey on. And, and Peter, I think this does sum up the guy, to be honest with you. No other opposition manager would come on, you know, the, yeah. the no. podcast of the team they're yeah. about to play or one of the podcasts of the team they're about to play the night before. To be fair, so and be honest to about be it. fair, there's no many we would invite either. So I don't know, it was just so lovely to have him on. Like, ah, yeah. genuinely. A, and see that way sometimes you talk to people and you feel like he's just so, I don't know, like he's just so genuine. Now, this might blow up and I might get egg in my face, but somebody, David Morrison, says, can I wait to get Big Andrew on the podcast? <laughs> that interview is scheduled run about Christmas time at Glasgow Airport. <laughs> <laughs> Departures <laughs> lounge. My first question would be, Andrew, did you expect to get more than two months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flaming galah. <laughs> oh, You're Lord. a bigger hero than Shane Duffy in the Rangers fans, mate. Craig Mills is agent, apparently. <laughs> This is uh, something I work with. <laughs> so you're getting not got a clue clue on for the next home game. I don't think he'll come on to be fair. <laughs> I think he's a busy man. I think he's a busy man. He's up against already, and he's not going oh, to know. Right, Livingston preview. Obviously, we heard a wee bit there for Steven Gerrard in terms of what Livingston bring. I think we know that as football fans, we know what Livingston is going to bring the more. It's going to be all action. It's going to be mm -hmm. commitment. It's going to be, you know, chasing and covering every blade of grass. And you'd expect nothing less for a side that, that is coached by um, David Martindale. There's another Celtic fan. Why? Why? What's it saying? Go away. Just, I'm not even putting up because they're fucking weirdos. Uh -huh. Do you know what? I'm kind of wishing I asked him now what his reaction was to Defoe's goal. Like as a manager, you're so right. on there, but you're just on. He's usually got, oh, he should close him down quicker. That bog is the other tapping the four traps, and that's in. He's probably just got to stand there and go, well, what the fuck have you made today about that? I think for me, maybe we ran to the touchline going, what that? <laughs> what, what a fucking strike. I ran to the governor. All jokes aside, though, I, I actually have yeah. enjoyed like playing Livy because that, that's the type of games where it'd be like 10 men behind the ball. And he Martindale doesn't play that, and he actually came out in one of his post-match interviews last season, and he said he loves the way Rangers play, mm -hmm. and because of the way he plays, like he doesn't think he would be doing it credit if he just kept everyone behind the ball. So he does play like a press, and he like it just shows him as a, as a as a manager and how serious he takes it. He doesn't think, oh, let's just play for a, a nil nil and get a point. He wants to go and he yeah. wants to win, and you don't get that from a lot of 
like smaller like smaller teams like you said the, the, the money and all that we have and that's how you broke into the top six well that's yeah. the, the, the levy come to play football and they make it very difficult it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't really matter yeah if it's home and away especially away for us they're, they're very difficult to be at home mm-hmm. it's because it's still a football they play yeah you know they yeah, play to, they play to their strengths they play with their heart they play with desire and yeah. that's and that's exactly what that's exactly what he's what he's brought to the team yeah. you know they can't they can't match it technically but they can match it with desire and heart yep. Maybe ability is not quite there, but they'll, they'll throw everything at the match and it'll be a tough match. Yeah. Steven Gerrard commented on the challenge that his players face this year, given the fact we are champions. Does it change slightly? Maybe a wee bit, but the fact is everybody wants to beat Rangers anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so that, that doesn't change. You know, just because we're champions, they would still want to beat us every one day. So here's what uh, Stevie G had to say about it. I think first and foremost we have to embrace that pressure of being last year's or last season's champions. Um, you know, I think it's important the players remain humble and grounded and keep that hunger and try and keep the level of consistency we've played at over the last 12 months, which has been real, real high level. Uh, the evidence on what I've seen in training and certainly over the weekend is the players look ready to go again. Um, we've got a near enough full, fully fit squad besides... Ryan Jack and, and Alfredo Morelos. So in the coming weeks, we, we should have everyone fit and available. So we're in a good place to go and attack uh, this season, and um, it's a really exciting time. <laughs> oh dear, a bit of silence for the manager on, please. <laughs> Stephen Gerrard. So unprofessional. <laughs> 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 you're here. It's probably just to take over for a bit, eh? Deal, please, because this is a joke. <laughs> eating chocolate. Um, do you know what, mate? It, um, I think a lot of people, myself included, keep saying things like, he's got a bit of a headache. He's, how's he going to juggle things? How's he going to keep players happy? But last season proved that he was able to do it. And, and we, we are still waiting on some big players back. But again, looking at what we've achieved so far and even looking at pre-season, he still managed to give people some game time. He still managed to keep people happy. And that's going to be a massive a massive thing this season is giving those people game time. And, and like Jeeb said, we want to keep seeing said the head, getting game minutes and, and game time as much as possible and, and keeping those players growing and developing. So, yeah, for me, mate, it, it, it's going to be harder being um, the, 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 the hunted rather than the hunter. But I think, yeah. what's the what's the phrase? We welcome the chase. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Previous we welcome podcast. the chase. Yeah. Yeah. Previous incarnation, don't, don't, but we welcome don't, the chase. <laughs> it's too. It's too much for some stuff. Don't know. roll. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, I made a toast. Virgin Gaffy last signed here, and two months later, it was gone. He was like getting signed by a manager, and then he gets a sack, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> my fucking fault. <laughs> I blame myself. Paul sees Ryan Jack, um, Stephen Gerrard says today as well, is back in training. Um, he's going to get a, he's going to see a specialist next week to get the final green light, he says, um, to return to full all-action football. So that'll be like a new signing in itself. Right? Yes, Whoa. it will be. Sorry, it's louder in my ears, so I got a fright. That's because I've turned your earphones up when Gio speaks. Oh, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 to answer your question, whatever it was, um, yes, um, I'll have the uh, chicken fried rice and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's going to be great to have him back. Um, <clears throat> I think a fit Ryan Jack will be like a new signing for the club. Yeah, um, we've not really had him. I fit Ryan Jack for the last couple of seasons. Um, I mean, he came in, he was fit when he joined us, and he got a really bad knee injury um, in his first season. 
and then he's, he's been sort of sporadic on and off with injury, on and off, on and off for the, the rest of the remain. Teeth back in pull. The remainder of his Rangers career. Um, so, yes, hopefully the operation will be a complete success. Hopefully everything's been cleared up. It'd be good to get him back training, get him back in the first mm-hmm. team, and we can see the best of Ryan Jack, the Ryan Jack that we signed. Yes, definitely. Jim, yes. Ryan Jack, mate. I know we've now got Lundstrom, we've now got, we've got Stephen Davis, we've got Glenn Kamara, we've got fucking, who else we got in there? Lots. Stephen Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those tunnels is in there. But Ryan, a Joe Rebo, Yanis Hadji can play as well, but, but Ryan Jack can still play a role, especially if we want to be competing in Europe, competing in the SPA, SPFL, and competing in the two cups. Yeah, he's a different type of player, isn't he? To the, the ones you mentioned, I think um, Davis probably has a little bit more technical ability, but other than other than Davis, I think Jack would, would play that role. Um, aye, obviously, he's, 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 a, he's a good player, and what I did like, as much as he... he Featured very little last season. I just liked this the small input he had. Like I was, it just came back for his injury and he got the goal against Kilmarnock, the volley if you outside the mm. box. Yeah. The, it was a fantastic goal as well. So the fact, nice, exactly. So the fact that I mean, you kind of you felt sorry for like Nikola Katic, who basically had like no impact in terms of the season. But the fact yeah. that Ryan Jack, even when he appeared, they got that winning goal in a game. Yeah. That's, that's an important three points, you know. So it's just that I, I like the fact that. At least he had some involvement. I just I hope that um, I hope I hope I really just hope he can stay fit because he's he's at he's at an age now that um, within the next couple of years, if he's going to pick up the same sort of injuries, it's going to take longer for him to recover mm-hmm. recover from uh, from them, and um, and then you might need to start looking at replacements. But hopefully, I don't think we're quite there yet, and no. ho- hopefully we. We, we don't get there um, and he can still have a, a good long Rangers career because he's I love like, Jacko he has, I wrote a song it, about him <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean so, <laughs> and he, he, he replied back to me saying he loved it oh, do, do, you see, do you see do you see if Jack's fit do you see him actually starting though with the, with the current midfield we've got and everyone on everyone fit and ready <laughs> I think rotation comes in here though with Gerard. that's I the think that's the point I yeah, 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 no, they're right. very yeah. similar they're very yeah. supporting roles so yeah. Yeah. I think as well I think as well it vastly depends on who you're playing. I think we, yeah. the season before we saw the midfield three, uh, Kamara, Davis, and Jack, quite a lot, um, and and I feel that was one of the reasons that we we struggled in terms of creativity. We need a creative a creative player in the middle of the park, and that we've seen uh, towards the end of the season. Hadji played as as the midfield three. He was like he would play kind of in front of. Davis and Kamara and Aribo plays that role and even Arfield plays that role Lundstrom can play that role as well I think it's important that you have the right balance in midfield so if Jack was going to come in I would, I would expect one or the other two to go out um, and why does Thierman get that slushy show that shows up for training <laughs> but I, just, I, I, think, I think it all depends on on who you're playing like, and, uh, like the old firm game in October I think with the midfield yeah, right, started with, it started with Kamara, Davis, yeah. and Arfield. We got a two goal lead, and Arfield came off, and Jack came on. That's yeah, that's yeah. ideal. That's kind of that's something funny to say this before, but it was kind of adding control to the yeah. to the midfield on it. So um, I think in certain scenarios like that, that's when he's when when he's really important. That's think, the thing with the midfield, though, isn't it? Like you can you can make changes. It's like your back four. You don't want to mess about mm-hmm. with them. We've saw that in previous seasons when you change your back four, you notice that it's maybe not the same. Whereas the midfield, you can mm-hmm. have a bit more 
And the fact that we're going to have more strength and depth on the bench, it's just going to play to our advantage. So although we might not get a full 90 minutes out of Jack, we've got an impact. Yeah, I think also with uh, Ryan Jack, he's, he's more defensive-minded. He'll sit in front of the back four and break, he's a break, break play up um, a bit of lunch. So I think it can do that, but he's a bit more attack-minded as well, a bit yeah. more technical yeah. going forward. I think with Ryan more Jack, I think I said, I think I said on, uh, was, it, was it this podcast? Um, was it or the previous podcast? Uh, we mentioned Could he say you're cheating on us? Oh. <laughs> um, well, I said that uh, Ryan Jack is a sort of. It's almost like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, al- it's almost when, when Rangers are under the cosh a little bit and Ryan Jack's playing, he breaks play up so well because it's almost like God mm. himself is picking him up and moving like a chess piece. You can just go there. Yeah, well done. You've broken that bit of play up and then just move you across to your broken that bit of play up. He's, he's always he's been Brian the right Lowe's place got to that power. Right. <laughs> Brian Loudrop has that power. Um, he's con- but he's controlled by a couple of fish that, uh, that we more controls. So it's all done like that. So, well, Gerard yeah. said himself that he's jealous of. I mean, there was a performance, I and mean, I was jealous of that yeah. performance. Jared loves Ryan Jack. He loves him. That's his boy. He sees yeah. a lot of himself in him. So. Exactly. Yeah. He's his boy. He's dis- um, described him as my type of player. My yeah. type of player. Yeah. Um, no, he's described him as mm. <laughs> 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 my type of player. <laughs> um, here's Stevie G, and it's an interesting point, and that's why I've picked this clip out and talking about maybe additions to the to the squad. I think ch- things have slightly changed, um, you know, with the real change of only being allowed um, six outfield subs now and um, obviously one goalie. That's obviously too shy from last year in terms of the domestic. It's slightly different from a European point of view because you can name 12 subs. So it's something with this discussion at the moment. I'm really happy with the squad at the moment, what we've got in the door. Obviously, there's people to, to come back into the squad. Ryan Jack has trained with the group now for, for two, three days and he's had no issues. Um, he's got one more appointment in about 10 days' time for the full green light to go into um, aerial challenges and, and full throttle football. So that, that's going to be like a new signing to us, hopefully in 10 days as well. Alfredo, obviously, once he's followed the government guidelines um, and, and the COVID situation, he'll join the group uh, sometime next week. So the squad's really strong um, as, as it stands. Um, if, if there's not a need to add to it, I won't do it. Um, but it's something that we'll 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 consider in the coming weeks, and, and we'll see how we start the season. We'll see how the qualifiers go. It might be something that we come to at the back end of the window. Joe, again, the interesting point there for the manager in, in terms of, and I think he means back end of the window if players go, um, which we're not anticipating. We don't hope, mm. but we know we're realistic to, to know that that could happen if the right bid comes in, um, mate. I don't know if you've seen my Twitter, right, or the pod Twitter, sorry, but mm. I had a wee rant because I was on the way over and I was listening to that Go Radio football show. And some of the, the statements that were coming out for David Proven and Mark Guidi were just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Morelos to go for between 12 and 15 million, yet Big Dafty across the road who's no interest that he's to go for 20 plus. Um, it's just things like that, mate, that I see why. And, and listen, I sympathise with guys like Willie Vass and guys like Derek Clark, who's, who's part of your podcast, who unfortunately are not getting in to cover the games they now. And, and they're Rangers supporters, by the way, who only want best mm-hmm. for the club. They'll know these fucking arseholes that are out there trying to put us down all the time. And that's what, that's what I don't like. I know Rangers have to take an approach against all the Scottish mainstream media. But even, I've not put it in that deal, but even the thing with... with Connor Goldson's contract, it's a three-year deal, according to the Daily Records. Gerard tells you it's no true. So again, there's the reason why these people have to pay to get in to see your club. 
Yeah, I, I I remember reading about this a year or two ago, and it's the they, they can get their way around things by saying things like a source has confirmed. You know, the source could be their granny or their granda or anybody. You know, it, it's just getting an opinion of someone, and that's really what it is. Um, I don't think a lot of people agree, obviously, with with the fee involved and and the fact that there is genuine fans out there who who do report on the club and do and have done a lot for the club will no longer be able to gain access because of that fee involved. But, you, you know, look, I think we, we were even chatting today amongst ourselves about the, the fact that there is always going to be an agenda. There is always going to be bitterness mm-hmm. and, and, and from the mainstream media. And if you let yourself get railed about it and let yourself get get caught by it every single time, it breeds content. So, you know what, mm-hmm. mate, I think I think we, 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 have, we have finally been able to um, say that we can take the high ground now. You know, as champions, we can just look down and just say, "Well, if that's what you think, that's what you think." Yeah, and that's that's the only way. That's the only way, really, they approach it. Sorry, Jude. Oh no, I was just saying it stops all this whole statement FC nonsense, where yeah. Rangers need to come out and defend themselves mm-hmm. yeah. because things are taken out of context, or Rangers are put in the big bad press, and um, it's just it just stops all of that, and it lets rain. Oh, hello, my hands. <laughs> but it lets Rangers take control again of like getting stuff out there for example like Scott said the the Connor Golden thing like mind the days when clubs used to be able to announce their own and like their own news and Martindale spoke about it as well like trial by social media these days yeah um you saw the, the whole stuff where the the Rangers fans uh, the Rangers team sorry celebrating and then it was like a doctored video on TikTok things are so easy to manipulate these days yeah. and we always moan that Rangers don't do enough and then we're like, bring out a statement and then it's like, oh, statement FC and then all this. So they're putting yeah. a, they're putting their foot down and yeah, it is a shame to those that we want, like, that do only have Rangers' best intentions at heart, but Rangers need to protect themselves and by doing this, it might start making the media think because they, they'll lose out in a lot. Yeah, I think they've, they've put, that's the problem. Half the media just don't think it's all about clickbait. Yeah. You know, they'll make something up, you know, throw enough mud, it sticks. You know what I mean? It's just, and they say, oh, yeah, but there's no smoke without fire. And somebody said, yeah, but, and as Gio pointed out, yeah, but a source says, the source is in their fucking head. You know what I mean? The lying bastards at the, the end you of the put day. In, the minute you put anything on social media because it's out in public as well, it can be used. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. They can, they, they can print and they can say what they want. And it can be the biggest pile of shite going. And it generally is. And then all of a sudden they get found out and go, oh yeah, well, we'll have to print an apology. The problem is the apology is buried away in page 67 in a tiny little thing like that size. Yeah, a cut, but, but they've they ticked their box. Yeah, they've ticked a box after a week beforehand it's splashed all across the front or back page. Yeah. If, that- if, it's, if, they're, going to have to, if they're going to do stuff like that, they have to apologise and big spread the exact same way as the original bullshit story was. And now they're being called out of it. They don't like it. It's as simple mm. as that. They've... they've they're basically shat in their own backyard the, and they're getting almost just desserts. There, there was a journalist and I, I couldn't tell you his name, I'm really sorry, but on Twitter he was moaning about it and said it's an absolute joke that Rangers are having to pay. Not like chart, uh, Rangers are asking people to pay up to 25 grand, right? Then you read his article and it clicks on the link to continue reading, please subscribe. And yeah. it's like, so users are wanting to people like behind a paywall. Yeah, uh-huh. it was, I, I think it was Alex Massey and it was buried behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the, it's just like obviously thing users are wanting people to read your charge and them. Well, Rangers don't want you to capitalize on a, on a lot of nonsense. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And put yeah. the, the club in bad light. We get that. I mean, we all sing it. No one likes us. We don't care. But to a point, it, it can, can be damaging for the club, especially in the way. Like modern football's going these days, it's yeah. it's not as if things are taking me a pinch of salt, and just it's just 
anything like one word gets said we know on a personal level you say one thing about turning people an email and your employer so yeah. think about like on a, on a grand scale and the media it's just totally. I, I know it's hard for like Willie Vass and stuff and yeah our own our own Derek and stuff but Rangers do need to protect themselves and we've been asking for them to, to stand yeah, up and make yeah. change for Rangers so yeah. well you've only got to look at the, the, the sorry just what goes on in the press just now all of a sudden you know what happened last week Joey Barton who's a manager of Bristol Rovers mm-hmm. it, it gets it gets charged and what's it, what is it in the press Former Rangers, former Rangers player, player. And, it's, yeah. and it's like that's all the time. And yeah. this is the, and this is the reason why the club is now taking a stand against us because it's ridiculous. It's beyond contemptuous. And I do sympathise with the good, honest journalists, mm-hmm. people like Derek, people like Willie, and there's other good journalists out there as well who are feeling that this is this is affecting their income. And it's affecting their yeah. job. But unfortunately, they've been tarred with the same brush because they're idiotic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, colleagues. The what the corner the corner Goldson rumor came for the Rangers TV clip a hundred percent. He came. He said in that clip, um, "Do you want to be known as the person that wins fifty five, or do you want to be known as someone that goes on wins fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight? Yeah, that's case, and somebody's just went." Oh, he signed a three-year deal, 56, 56. That's literally where it's good. That's what these guys are getting paid to do. Well, I'm surprised. To be honest, the, standard, the standard of journalism generally across the tabloids in, in Scotland, I'm really surprised they can actually count to three. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I said, we're going to get to predictions for tomorrow. Gio, what's your, your score prediction for tomorrow, my friend? 3-0. 3-0 to the champions. Jude? 4. Jody. Mine's was four, but I sound like I'm copying now, but I four now. Four now. Okay. Paul C. I was going to go for three, the same as Gio. However, because David's on here this evening and he's such a gentleman and he's a true beer, I'm, only going, I'm only going to go for two nil. <laughs> I'm only going for two nil for us. David, I think you're an absolute gentleman. I like you. I'm going for five nil to the champions. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to we're going to bring in some of some of you guys now um, to join the show. So I believe we have Peter here. Hello. hello. Peter, how are we doing? Can how you hear me? I can hear you perfectly well, yes, I. Good, good. Everybody else, Peter, Peter, right? Yeah, hi, Peter. Peter, you're obviously how Ryan's you dad. You've done, the, you've done the clips for us that we put on social media that earlier, so thanks very much for that, mate. Um, you're welcome. What's your what's your thoughts then going into the season? What's the, what do you think ahead of tomorrow? Well, from Sunday's game against Real Madrid, I just, I can't remember the last time I came away from Ibrox. Absolutely high as a kite. I think it's just a, a joint thing of being back in the stadium, but also watching the way we just went at Real Madrid last week. It was just, my God, it was just amazing watching that. Yeah. I mean, considering last season, which is, we spoke at the live event about uh, the fans missing, would Rangers win the league if, if fans were there? Because obviously some games it'd be, uh, the fans would be on their back, maybe if with the Motherwell game. So the year before, obviously fans were there and uh, we had a sort of a good build-up, a good start to the season and then come the turn of the year, it fell away after uh, we won at Parkhead in December and then came back after Dubai and we all know what happened after that. So from Sunday's performance, if they can keep that up, and I can't see why not, I think this league, they're just going to run away with the league. Fingers, fingers overlapped for that to happen. I yeah, hope so. Hoping. I hope so. Peter, what's your score prediction for the morrow, mate? Uh, I think I need to go with Gio. I think it's going to be a bit three. I think I can see three. Uh, I don't see us conceding. I don't. Uh, I mean, Livingston 
even though I really, really like David Martin, and what he does, they normally play a 4-2-3-1 formation. Uh, when they're on the attack, then obviously they're, they're running in. We attack with like five opposing players. So, but I think we'll, we'll control the game tomorrow. Uh, and I think they've got a batch of new players. I mean, I think you guys mentioned it before. They've brought in 16 new players. Yeah. It's going to take a while that, for that, 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 That's a big, big turnaround. And some of the players that they've lost is like GML, Emmanuel Thomas, Guthrie, the goal threat, Robinson, yeah. uh, and Ambrose and stuff like that. So they brought, they brought in some decent players. They brought a young lad in for Liverpool, uh, Adam Lewis, and they brought in Andrew Shinney and guys like that. So the, David Martindale, as you guys said, he'll have them all G'd up. Their commitment will be there. I just think we'll be too strong tomorrow. Are you going to the game tomorrow, Peter? Unfortunately, no. No, I'm working. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've got a game with the Caledonian Brave tomorrow, so I'm away over to Alawa to cool. video that and then do the analysis of that. Good, mate. Good. Um, you're also working on Malmo for us, aren't you? So I appreciate your hard work and effort on that, mate. The file's already sent to you, pal. Oh, just unbelievable, isn't it? What a man he is. Service with a smile. What a man he is. Uh, <laughs> Peter, thanks very much for kicking us off, mate. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, whoever's going to the game tomorrow, enjoy it. I think it'll be a great occasion. I'm just utterly pleased that Rangers have put back, uh, put by, uh, back, if I can get my teeth in, the flag day. <laughs> yes. So we're all in. Yes. It's only, mate, it's, it's only fair that everybody's there. Yeah. That's you know what I mean. That yeah. The place is full and bouncing for that um, that thingy. That, um, Ryan's just said in the comment, "Don't doubt Adam Bar." So there you go, mate. <laughs> 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 well done, son. Love it. Thanks, thanks very much, Peter. Thanks, mate. No, all of it. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Telling you what an absolute guy. Yeah. So nice. Yes, he's a he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. <laughs> hey, I'm getting the next person on. I'm hopeful that they will answer. Um, so well, the answer will just hi, Peter, decent dude, good aye. clips as well. He's on Malmo for us, so can't ask any more that. Can no, you? I know, no. Excellent. Excellent. Right, next person, I don't know who it is. So, what's your name and where's you comfy? Uh, hi, my name's Aiden from Lark Hall. <laughs> Aiden from Lark Hall, how do you get about Lark Hall with a name like no. Aiden? I was just, uh, I'm a big Celtic fan, but I'm listening to the pod, and you guys are actually okay. Thanks, Aidan. <laughs> Thank Thanks, mate. Apart from, apart from the boy Paul, I think he's a bit of a banger. Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> I can confirm it's not actually. It's actually, it's actually. It's actually Callum. I was going to say it sounds like Callum. It's actually Callum. Who's a big smoky a wee fud? <laughs> Good one. For the record, and for those who are, who are maybe not familiar with you, because you, you've, you've not made many appearances even to the summer bench, this is Callum from the podcast. And uh, all joke aside, I absolutely love this guy to death. <laughs> Callum, what's your thoughts, mate, ahead of, ahead of the new season? I'm 56. 
I believe a couple of weeks, Callum, you'll be back on remote where you belong on this podcast. Am I right? Aye, aye, fair enough. Good, mate. Brilliant. Good. Callum, it's lovely to hear for you, mate. We miss you and stay safe doing that. London, please. That there, London. Thank you very much, Brad. I'll see you soon. Yes, and send, send our regards to Nicole, please. Yes, sir. See you, buddy. Cheers, mate. Thank, Thank you. Bye. 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 Andy, well done. I phoned him the day and I said, mate, can I come on tonight? And I'm like, kind of. I didn't know and we'd kind of, well, obviously Snags, he popped out so he could have come on, but I didn't know that at the time. Um, and then I said, but we're doing a wee phone thing. I was like, do you want to come on? Um, you can do that. And he's like, aye, but don't say it's me, right? Don't tell him. I said, right, oh, <laughs> I kind of knew something was going to happen. He's like, what's that name? It's Aiden. I'm going to be Aiden for that call. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, mate, on you go. I believe um, we also have a, a long-term um, listening to the pod, and I'm going to get him on. I'm going to get um, Andrew Bluebell's on. So, oh, yes. You just can yes. talk nonsense and know what you're set up, right? Hey, man. Oh, yeah, Geo, talk to me. Can I? Just mute the rest of them. Let's just put them as all on mute, me and you'll just have our own wee chat chat. And we'll have our own wee conversation. Bye bye. Saying happy nights, bro. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, Greg's going to be on after um, Andrew, uh, but we'll bring we'll bring the main man, Andrew, in the room. Andrew, how are we doing, mate? Hello, boys. Get out, how you doing? Not Not bad, mate. Mate. Ready to go on the show. Good, mate. Good, Good. long-term listener. It's nice to actually have you on here in your dulcet tones playing in everybody's ears. I love it. I love a good voice. If you've no, if you've no oh, noticed. Thank you. <laughs> yes, what's, you your, didn't <laughs> what's, your, what's your thoughts ahead of the season, mate? Well, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be tough. Don't get me wrong. A lot of folks think it's going to be easy, but I think it'll be tougher than what you think, Scott. Uh, but I do think Rangers will win uh, eventually, comfortably yeah. in the end. You know. Anyway. What about tomorrow? What about your, your prediction for tomorrow? Is there a prediction there? Tomorrow, I think, uh, 5 nothing. Yes. Yeah. 5 nothing Rangers. Fucking love it. Take that. Uh, do you want to ask any Andrew Willie's own? Because it's nice to actually have him on. Andy, who do you think is going to be our, our key player this season? Who do you think is going to be the star man? Yanis Adjie. Well, I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Ryan Ken. I think he was... Against uh, you know, Madrid, I thought he was absolutely out of this world. So he was. Best ball in the park. Taylor mm. plays unbelievable. Mm. And the way he goes in the tax folk, he's a pleasure to watch. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, what, what, what the I've got a question for you, Scott. I'm going to ask you the wee question. Uh, who in the current squad, a young player, do you think will going to be a legend for the club or a Hall of Famer? I know it's harder nowadays, we like to. Uh, they don't get the time and, and if they're such a good player there's always uh, people coming in wanting to buy them and that do you think anybody will uh, go on to be a long term player for the Rangers and going to be a legend of the Hall of Famer um, as long as he doesn't leave anytime soon um, I can see Nathan Patterson going all the way in that aspect mm-hmm. I, I think he can he can be as 
the crowd agree, mate. I think he can. I think he can be as big a Ranger star as he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending on if he if he goes down the route that he's he's world class, and then the bids come in and the wages get, are offered to him, then honestly, there's there's only a certain level we can compete with in that aspect. But yeah. hopefully, I'd like to yeah. say Nathan Parson. Yeah, agree with that, Andrew. Good shout, Jim. Good shout, Jim. I think that's a, a great answer. But as, as you say, you don't get uh, the players nowadays. The young players don't have the loyalty and they don't want to stay. But you can understand now with the wages yeah. and that. Like say, when like say, you look at guys like Stephen Gerrard who stayed at Liverpool all that time. I wish, I hope he does the same when he stays at Rangers as a manager. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so, mate. Yeah. I hope so. Um, Thanks very much, Andrew, for joining the show, mate. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you in the chat and stuff, and it's it's nice to see you, mate, and nice to hear from you. Ciao, man, mate. Well, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank have you. a good evening. Bye. Cheers, Bye. 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 Wow, fucking legend, that dude is. Man, he yeah. is, honestly. Um, right, I'll get the next caller set up. He's probably still trying to think Jason Holt at the minute, but we'll get him on. <laughs> I wonder who this could be. <laughs> I wonder who this could be. <laughs> but who needs Queedy and you get Jeep? <laughs> Oh my god! What a shame! Wait, no, it's a very measured professional answer. You get a lot of it, mate. I loved it. I didn't know you were surprised. I loved it. Is it a compliment? I was insult myself. Right, fucking put the chocolates away quick. There's Greg. Right, Greg, how you doing, mate? Mate, I don't know if your signal's a wee bit shit, but. Hello. Hi. Come back again, let's see. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on the wrong track. Ah. That's what it is. Is it? Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. Nicole, you've not paid the phone bill. We <laughs> James, he wants the code on instead. First timer. <laughs> we'll try, we'll try Greg again, right, and see what he does, but. Um, no, I think you're right, great Jibwe, uh, in terms of Nathan Patterson. I think Nathan Patterson's got the got the, the all the attributes to to actually be a top Rangers player, and, and I don't just mean a top player because we know he's a top player, but actually to, to be a Ranger, you know, and the way you conduct yourself. Yes, he said to be the, the COVID thing, not. But listen, can forgive him nah, for that. Forget, forget about that. Do you know what I mean? We, we, he was punished for that. He accepted yeah. his punishment. He came back and he and he done really, really well. Um, Aye, so that's that's all future captain forgotten, forgiven. Right, let's see if we'll get Greg back. All right, mate. How are we doing? Yeah. Sorry, I actually, it's called a trail when that boy said his name was Aiden. That's Callum, mate. We'll need to have him into the flipping studio so you can have a word with him, by the way. That studio's cracking, he's amusing, by the way. It's really nice. Mate, it's good. You should go Yeah, It's actually G4 Podcast, right? I'll need to take him down. All these chocolates are amazing. Oh, the chocolates are quality. Honestly, I'm just going to fuck Jarvis. You'll be getting built for them, Paul. I've given you juice left in my house, so I'm just going to take a bag for the fridge. There's a, there's a box on the floor behind you. Oh my you god, I'll take that. Thank you. Somebody's been, somebody's been taking cans out of brew for that piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> They're all counted. I'll take water. I'll take water. It's alright, it counts a tenants on there, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, how many, how many chocolates were in the jar? If you get the right number, you well, can well. keep the jar. <
don't know. There is another box somewhere. Or I hope there is. There should be. <laughs> no, there was another box. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your thoughts ahead of the season? I think we're in a good place to do. Um, possibly make another couple of signings if we qualify for the Champions League. But um, I wouldn't be too worried if we didn't sign anybody now as long as we didn't lose anybody. Aye. I think that's key into it. Like, try and get Morelos fit for the second leg against Malmo and then take it you know, take it for there because he can, he can fire us into the Champions League, mate. Yep. Well, that's it. We know what he can do when he's on his game in Europe. He's, he's unplayable at times, isn't he? Totally, man. Totally. Mm. But um, I like the look of Sakala, though. The, the very little we've seen him, though, but he looks as if he's going to be a big player for us. Yeah. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Jody, is there anything you want to ask of, of Greg? Um, no. Any more chocolates? See, any anytime chocolates? they bring Greg up, I just remember when he was on Twitter and he signed me up to Rangers Lotto and he put me down as Mr. Jody Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not the worst thing I've put down for someday. <laughs> I just remember that and like see when someone phoned up before and was like oh hi guys oh, and girls I was like oh well, he doesn't think so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so sitting opposite me is the real life uh, Mrs Chenandler Bing <laughs> so like when you, you just said his name and I was like eh, does he know I'm a woman <laughs> Nicole, Nicole's actually just posted Greg that is one chop per person in allowance so we'll not be back next week I'll need to watch your stream back so I can count how many you are all having play a clip again so we can tan some that's why you brought the clips in on it so you can all tan chocolates and Jerab got them there's one clip left to play, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm going to see if it gets in a wee bit. You only had five chocolates in the jar. <laughs> that was it. There was only five when we came in. And there was four. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes a change from trying to steal the adapter, in fact, there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't steal it. It was under the coffee machine, mate. <laughs> mate, heard it. Heard it. <laughs> she was out. You want to ask her? A Greg, well, he's on as well, mate. Well, mate, I, 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 when are you going to make your Twitter comeback, or are you ever going to make your Twitter comeback? Oh. The word "Mrs. The Greg Co." Good question. Ah, I'm retired, mate. Retired. Yeah. I've done my back. I've done my duties. Mate, you can leave a legend now. You can retire at the top. I assume it. Mate, it's a catch twenty-two, as I said, because if he comes back, Jason Holt comes back, or somebody else. Do you know what I mean? And then we're well, all that, that's my legacy. <laughs> that's my legacy. <laughs> that was all right in the banner years. That distracted us for half an hour. Is responsible for so many headaches across Rangers. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> somebody's somebody's just commented. Jeeves get a bundle of chocolate under his hat. Barley. What are you telling them for? Love it. Love Love it, love it, love it. Greg, thanks very much, mate. I know you're going to the game tomorrow, so enjoy. Um, I'll be there too, so I'll give you a wave in the in the Copeland, mate. Cheers for having us on. I'll no, catch you later. No bother, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. It's always good to get some of the people on who obviously watching, and Greggy's help in here has been frightening, to yeah. be quite honest with you. So thanks to him for that, and some the same boy. with Nicole. Um, Gio. Tomorrow, you be able to watch, be able to watch the game on Rangers oh, TV or something, mate. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Looking forward to it, buzzing. Literally, can't wait. A bit. Me and Jay were saying during the week. Well, obviously, after beating Madrid, we're going to win the World Cup, the Euros, and the Champions League. So, <laughs> um, I mean, can't wait. Buzzing. Actually, it's, it's been a long, long time coming. The summer's always shit without Rangers, isn't it? 
Totally, mate. And for 23,000 days, Paul, myself and yourself and, and Greg, obviously, we're lucky to be in that 23,000. Mm. We know that there's some people who are not. And it just feels good to be able to say, we're going to Ibrooks tomorrow to see the champions. I feel like a, a little child on Christmas Eve. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm so excited. It's been such a long time to go there. A competitive match as well. Not like the friendlies beforehand. This is a competitive match. Set kicking off, defence of our title, going for 56. I am like a child at Christmas. times the kings of Scotland. Oh, just thinking all the times you're going to eat update songs, Jodie. Oh my God, I said that. I was like, make sure we're like 56, 57, 58. Jodie, how, how are you going to squeeze John Lundstrom into a song? That's going to be an interesting I know, one. I'm going to need to think of something, but... Oh, I, oh, I McGregor, Tavern, Lundstrom. I don't know about anyone else, but has anyone else been going like, Barcelona, Real Madrid, they can make a girl in bed. Oh, who the fuck are you trying to get? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be people, I've been kind of walking about just going, a dedicated follower of fashion. <laughs> oh, yes, he knows. <laughs> Love it. Uh, JCM1872 is asking was that Gio who does the cards on Twitter it certainly is Gio who does the cards on Twitter he's sitting right there in that wee box there beautifully done Gio you should do a service where if someone buys so many you can send a voice note to say thanks (laughs) (laughs) I would actually make you a millionaire (laughs) bye 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 Gio does this really we've got like a group chat and Wait, I send voice notes because I'm lazy, right? But Gio sends them and he's so cute because he says bye bye at the end of every message. You see at the end of the pod tonight, right? No, no. Bye bye. We're going to have a European preview podcast, the battle. The, what is it? We call it again? Gio Battle Fever Europe or something? Battle Fever Europe, yeah. We're going yeah. to have that on um, this week at some point to preview the Malmo game. Um, so. I'm I'm really really excited because we can start to do these European previews again and we can start to get things going with that and and actually be back at the the big boys table if you like mm-hmm. in European football. It's exciting. Um, it's where we should be. We should be yes. in the group stage proper. I hope that we all get to inside Ibrooks, all of us as one when that music plays. Because should we be buy disco lights? No, no. <laughs> disco lights. I read them across the side. <laughs> um, I've heard there's some dusty disco lights going, going, going for sale. But... Politics. No, yes, no. I laugh. Is there any, <laughs> any politics want to ask? What about? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I do. I'm a, I like. I like sort of announcements. Do you? I love announcements, me. Yeah. I'm a big fan of announcements. Be it, be it train arriving it's at partial plat- to announcements. Yeah. <laughs> train, train arriving at platform one when it's on time. I love that. I, I love I love announcements of your plane boarding going away on holiday. That's my favourite sort of announcement. I just love announcements. Really do. Yeah. <laughs> Any drum rolls gone? Well maybe maybe we could dare the announcement. I don't think we have a drum roll here. Right? That's I should have preloaded that. But maybe we do have an announcement here. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> you're, not, you're not. You're not. You're not pregnant. Oh, no, okay. I'm not. No, I'm just eating too many chocolates. The announcement. <laughs> the announcement could be. Did you enjoy the live show we did? I loved the live show. I did we did? <laughs> <laughs> Was this on your fans only? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a different live show. I really loved it too, but I feel like I could. 
I need to experience it again one. because I missed yeah. the first because I was you late. Did. Oh. You did. Well, I wasn't there either. I wasn't there. Well, I know we need you. Has anybody planned the Christmas night out yet? No. no. I, I work alone from home, so no. unless it's by Zoom. I'm going to invite yeah, you to the podcast Christmas night. <gasps> yes. And I'm going to invite everybody who's watching this to the podcast Christmas night. Do you know where we're hosting the podcast Christmas night? Oh, tell me. Oh, oh tell me. Where are we hosting the podcast Christmas night? I feel like I'm in a panel. It's red. Where? It's red facet. It's beautiful. It's, 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 it's Ibrox. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Live show from Ibrooks coming December the 3rd. Tickets, details, all to be announced. But yes, let's go to the home of the champions and have a live podcast. Yes. So we, this is the Ibrooks suite, yeah. This is the Ibrooks <sighs> suite. See, this this is one step closer to my ultimate dream for live podcasts for this particular podcast. And do you know what that is? What? Full Ibrox, including seating on the pitch, us on a rotating stadium in the centre circle, right? And pyrotechnics going off. Those pyrotechnics supplied and operated by Ramstein. That's my ultimate game. It doesn't ask for much, does he? No. 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 I thought I was doing well when you know it's all just getting Ibrox. And, and knew he's white. It's, it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. We are the Battle Fever podcast, not the fucking Beatles, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm old enough to. Keep me the Ringo star of the group. <laughs> so thanks. a huge, a huge thanks to John at KGM Printing for his help in this, in regards to getting this um, off the ground. So yes, we're going to Ibrox on the third of December. We're going to do. <laughs> should be doing that. We're going to do um, some. Some live podcasting. We'll be selling tickets for the Benevolent Fund. Um, all profits will go to that. And let's raise an, a, a hell of a amount of money yes. for the Rangers. Former players Benevolent Fund. Let's do it. I'm looking forward then also just to uh, getting the details out to the to the viewers and listeners and for them to be able to get some tickets um, and come along and uh, have a fantastic evening. Because for anybody who didn't make the last live show, I think the people who are in the chat and who are watching will testify it was a fantastic night and it was really, really good fun. I mean, our guests were brilliant. Um, Jodie's singing was amazing. The oh, place thanks. was absolutely yes. bouncing. It was such, and it was a really good, fun night. Yeah. Jeeb, you never told me this when I was booking it. Mommy, Jeeb and Daddy Jeeb will be at the Christmas podcast even though it's our wedding anniversary. Yes. I honestly love your mum and dad so much, by the way. They turned around at the live show. Jody, they will like, sing for you for your first time. I know, dance. I'll sing. Oh there my God, go. what was your wedding song? There you go. Let's get I'll that organised. Let's get that organised. Um, just when you're talking about the Benevolent Fund, though, obviously I, I have the pleasure when I do events that I do usually tend to do them and we'll have speakers there. And it is players that they, they talk about it in their own events like, we Willie Henderson, he was saying, once the fame goes, that's when a lot of people stop paying attention on you. And he, he talks about it. And COVID, I mean, I bet everyone listening had their own struggles with COVID and stuff, etc. But a lot of these former players rely on events and seeing people like ourselves come to them and, to make a living. Um, because Willie was telling me in the car on the way up, he was like, I wish I focused more on my education. I was 15. I played football and that's all I wanted to do. And he went, I came out and I had, I had nothing left. Mm -hmm. and the Benevolent Fund obviously goes towards that so it's a massive part for me because I spend a lot of time with, with former players now and some of the stories and what they've had to endure and what what jobs they've had to pick up and stuff when they've done so many great things for our club so yeah. um, I'm really excited to be involved I don't know about you guys but raising it's money huge. for that we're all passionate about yeah. the thing and putting, giving back they gave to, so much to, to us for, for all our memories and stuff and it's yeah. good to know that we can give back in some way so hopefully sees sees all there 
So live show, live show from Ibrooks. We're trying to get Gio there. We're trying to get Snagsy there. We're trying to get the Bowski there. G will be there. I'll be there. Paul will be there. Jody will be there. Um, Callum, we're trying as well. Aiden, Aiden. Aiden. Sorry, he's not an ego. He's not an ego. Might come. He's trying. Gonna be some stage, mate. It's gonna be some stage. I mean, it's not a stage, it's the pitch. Usually we watch the music. It's an all going to say game we're playing. <laughs> Can I be Jimmy Bell? <laughs> um, so I were desperate to, to get to Ibrooks and get a gig out there and, and help the Benevolent Fund because it has, as you said, Jody, they've struggled obviously for funding due to COVID, etc. So, yes, podcast done. Fuck me, that was rapid, one. There'll be two next I've not time. had the chocolate shit. Still got time. I'm a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are going to address tomorrow, please enjoy it. Um we can't beat it. Um <laughs> Nicole just bought the discolics of Celtic for the studio. Thanks to Gio for joining us all the way from Northern Ireland. Thank love you, Gio. Love, love you, Gio. you guys. Love you. See ya. Yeah, just for Jody, yeah. Love you, Jody. Oh, bye bye. I love you too. I promise, like, I'm not actually a heavy creep, just a little bit. Just a, bit. Right. Just a wee right. bit. That's See, right. if he lived in Scotland, I bet he would get a restraining order. <laughs> I bet you would get the street. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if you get one against me, I'd be Japanese. They're like, hi, Gio. Jim, thanks very much, mate, for coming in. No bother. Dead quick. You're on the half, wasn't it? It just fucking flew past. I think, like, when you're in the studio because you bounce off each other, it's just like. It's good banter. And we've laughed all the way through it, to be fair, even when we shouldn't have been. And remember, maybe, I mean, throughout the season, I think it's safe to say we might still do some impromptu. Yes. After match champions four hour reaction ones from the We might phone up and be like, listen, we're coming in the night. Is that someone's commented saying I used to get that everywhere I went? Do you have an Irish accent? Because I think Gio needs to take a break. So if you want to send me voice notes, <laughs> well, I did group chat. Joe Tex on. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much for coming in. <laughs> Um, Being so unprofessional. Yes. <laughs> all the banter. Uh, so thanks very much for that. I gave you a charger. I've done my part. You gave me a charger. You're an absolute superstar. <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, and also thanks to Policies, mate, for helping set up, etc. Everything that you do for this pod. And as I said beforehand to you, um, I've probably bought you more dinners in the last few weeks than I have my way for the last year. He has actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way it worked out. Um, no, but it's been an absolute pleasure. It's always great to be on here. Um, and I do love uh, interacting with the people in the studio, um, guests remotely like uh, Geo and Snags when he's there as well. I can't wait to see Callum. I'm being brutally honest, and I uh, can't wait to see Derek back as well. And before we go, I always say this, and I'm going to say it again: this podcast without nothing without you, the viewers and listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for getting involved. Thank you for phoning up. Just thanks for being there for us. We love it. We love you, and it's a one big community. It's brilliant. Follow the pod, subscribe to the pod, and share the pod because let's get us to so many range of supporters out there. Because at the end of the day, it is a laugh, and I carry on for another half on a Friday night. Huge mm-hmm. thanks yes. to David Martindale as well. Legend. Um, before I go, Jibs, Jibs, 
Sorry, I'm just remembered. Just remember. Give me the finger back. Sorry, give me the finger. I just, I just want to say a, a quick shout out. Um, I want to say a happy thirty third birthday to my sister. It's my sister's birthday tomorrow. Oh my god, I love your sister as well. Uh, happy like, birthday, uh, Emma. Happy birthday, and I love you. Emma, I love you too. Well, we all love you, Emma. Bye bye, Emma. Emma, it was nice to meet you. <laughs> Live podcast. We love you too. It's not creepy, but happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever done a pod awards, I would definitely get like creep. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like we would it'd be like. We'll do one for know. Christmas. Don't worry. We'll do one for Christmas. Should, at, the, at the event, we'll do like. Creep of the year. Bye bye. I'll have like four clips. And people get to vote what my creepiest thing was. <laughs> well, that time I started the DMs. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Bonner Rangers, first time we can see it this season, really. Bonner Rangers, Inter on the Mora. Champions are back. Let's go for 50. Come on. A quest begins. Hashtag, kill that fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I wanna be. It's red faucet is beautiful. It's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.